Living the Authentic Life again, and my friend Stephen Devadonum. Thank you. Devada, that, that. Yeah. Danae Cromosta. Yeah. So difficult. Cangelo, see all of it, but you are not Steve. Your Instagram says, oh. I hate Steve. Yeah. Like, we have to start with that. Okay. You are so renowned. You're this incredibly respected no. editor of Culture Map. You know everyone in the city. You have your pulse on the city. And you choose for your Instagram, I hate Steve. And you're not a hater. No. Like, when you talk to you, you, you like everything. Yeah. You find the good side in everything. Right. But tell us. So, okay. So, uh, I'm a big sports <laughs> fan. Thank you. For, well, first of all, it's a pleasure. <laughs> An honor to be here. I now have bragging rights. I've been on, I've, now I'm on the show, so I yeah. can be like, Yeah, I'm authentic. I'm, yeah, you yeah, are. I'm raw. And you are authentic and raw, yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm, and I, I want to make sure I'm not too authentic, but um, now yeah, not the case. No, thank you, because I think that you and I bonded uh, because we are of like minds. We are authentic, we're upbeat. Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening in life. There's a lot of stuff happening today for me, but Dude, I, I try to be. He said the universe per wanted to prevent him from being here. I mean, this was. This is part of living the authentic life commitment, yeah. like honoring what you say, finding a way to show up. And sometimes it's just showing up. And you are so stylish. <laughs> so you'll appreciate this. My Persol glasses shattered. So these are uh, 10 year old Ray-Ban. So I but think you're over here. you were stylish well, 10 years ago, dude. Well, I, I, like what if, yeah. what if Rob had to go back 10 years? It might not have been so good for him. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, we throw Rob under the bus a lot. I like he that. Never, well, he never listens to the podcast yeah, well, and he never knows. Well, this is great. I'm a big fan of like fall guys. I'm a big, I'm a lot He's of people's a fall guys. guy for every Thing. I'm a lot of people's fall guys. Yeah, no, um, I am. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm not a hater by any means, unless I hate something and I keep it to myself. <laughs> But, uh, and then I really hate it. And then I go off. Because and, it's passion. And everyone's like, you're yeah. at a 300, bring it back down to a seven. And, you know, but, uh, so I'm a big sports fan. I'm from uh, Toronto, Canada. So uh, grew up loving hockey and Wayne Gretzky. So when I had a chance to meet my hockey idol, I didn't know what to tell him to sign the hat with, so I said, and he was the he's the nicest guy, right? Well, so I said, cool. so I said, just write I hate Steve, and he's like, but I don't hate Steve, and I was like, that's what makes it funny, Wayne. He was like, all right, I hate Steve, and that just became, and I was so new to I IG so that I was like, I don't, and I don't, you you know, I think you and I are similar in this too. I I don't take myself seriously. I don't tag oh, myself no. culture yeah. map Steve or whatever. Yeah. I mean, jobs can come and go, so I just thought it was funny, and then people are like. And, and it's really interesting. It's a weird filter. So some people think, oh, that's really funny, or that's interesting. And some people are like, okay. And I'm like, you're no. weird. Yeah. The and I'm judgment like, comes. Yes. And, you're and like, so I'm like, okay, so automatically, I know we're not going to connect in the yeah. way if you don't think I hate Steve is cool, yeah. or at least ask about it, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you ask questions of everyone around you. So okay. you started in sports, but yet you cover so many different things. So just today you have, you do uh, TV, you yeah, do yeah. um, your TV, your digital, your used to be radio. Yes, I that's think right. that it could listen that radio oh, voice. Come on. Well, I have a face for radio, but uh, <laughs> yeah. wah, wah, wah. we but, need that little thing. Yeah, don't wah, 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 wah. <laughs> we don't have sound. Thanks. So I'll be here all 
Right. Down, exactly. Okay. Try the veal. Tip your waitresses. Yeah. Okay. Right. And you said you didn't mean to be a journalist. No, no, no. I actually started off as an actor and an improv guy. And um, obviously, with Indian parents, that wasn't going to. Uh, <laughs> they were like. You're yeah. not going into medicine? Right. And my Stereotypical, dad... Stereotypical, but you said that's true. Well, so it's, you know, and I am so blessed to have the parents I, I do, and, and my dad is gone, but my dad was a power businessman. My mom mm -hmm. is a superpower uh, now retired executive at J.P. Morgan Chase. What? And she's called. Wow. She, she is. She is far more worthy of this seat than I. We call her the tiny tyrant. She. There was a lever already at Culture Map Tastemaker. Mom, which, come on in. Ground yes, two. Mom's exactly. going to be here. Eleven hundred people at Culture Map Tastemaker last year. When my mom showed up, there was literally a line of people who follow her on social waiting to meet her. And then people started tagging me and texting me. You'll appreciate this too. Yeah, yeah. I thought of this for you, talking about mom. So people start messaging me saying, I didn't know your mom had a Birkin. I didn't know your mom had a Birkin. Love that Birkin. <laughs> so then I get insulted. I'm like, we're not Muslim. <laughs> we're Methodist. And they're like, no, you idiot. It's a bag. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, yes. I, so I was like, mom, what's a Birkin? She was like, why are you asking me that? That's gauche. Don't ask me that. She's like, why are you asking me about my purse? I'm like, because people are talking about it. She's like, well, I, I, I So she's very stylish. Very, I didn't very know your mom had a Birkin. What, that's a hashtag right there. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> it or Birkin. Yeah, that'd yeah be, exactly. That'd be, that'd be a good quiz. No, it is, it, it is a, a, a very fluid, not fluid thing but yeah. okay so we also figured out in talking because both of us asked so many questions that yes. I call it getting to meaningful conversation yes. or going deep quick so we're both Fort Bend County people yes grew up out in Sugarland, Missouri pride, City the pride of Fort Bend I mean you yeah. are you are dull, you're a Dulles, Dulles Viking can we talk about the Dulles Dolls and I well I I want to be a gentleman Girl team. I, be I a know gentleman. we won't tell stories about the dolls I may have no. dated a Dulles doll um <laughs> And, We're very uh, proud of our drill team days here. We we have a lot of memories that are super fun. Drill team. Deer Park over here. So oh. she she's from Good Country. I love locals because he, you know all the New Stonians coming in. That's great and everything. New Stonian. But they uh, there's nothing. There's like, so many notes already from our podcast. Well, sure. And, you know I was gonna say we, we talk about this all the time. A lot of cities you go to, like especially in the East Coast, and they'll say where'd you go to college? In Houston, it's where'd you go to high school? Yes. Because they kind of profile you. They kind yeah. of go, okay, she's Northwest, she's Southwest, she's this and that. She's a Sugarland person. She's a Katie yeah. person. He's a, he's a mm. memorial person. So yeah, I, um, I love talking about Fort Bend. It's, um, I love talking about Sugarland. I love, uh, mom lives in Lake Olympia, not far from where you went to school. Yes. I went to Clements and I'm so old that I actually opened Kempner and played football. Dude, I'm so, and do you, whenever you say I'm so old, I'm older than you. So well, let's rephrase. Well, I am like asked. a, yes, I'm like a fine wine. I have so many great memories. <laughs> I am like a, I am like a flat soda. Um, so, but. No, I, you're but not I, because you just got married. I did. And I, that kind of upped your Annie because your oh, yeah. wife is so cute and so yeah. cool and so bubbly. Well, speaking of podcasts, this was great. So a podcast reached out to me a men's dating podcast uh -huh. said we follow you on social and I was like uh -huh. oh here we go and they're like you seem to date a lot and you're always out on the scene and the people cover you and I'm like eek and they said would you talk about dating and not long after I meet this amazing woman 
and she is. And Donay, you know, you and I are very much about universe and spirituality. Yeah. Stuff coming, God I got, winks. I got fed up of my life and I said, I want to meet this, 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 and this. And wouldn't you know, we meet. Wow. And uh, I, uh, I am divorced mm -hmm. and I swore that I was going to be a bachelor and just focus on work and family and never get married again and just do my thing. I met her and um, I met her in August and I bought the ring in October. Wow. And I hid it in plain sight in the kitchen because I knew she'd never find it. And she didn't. And she had a work. Sounds like my kind of girl. I'm go. not known to cook much. You could put it in the oven. You could put it, you know. Well, and she does cook. She's an amazing she cook. I have, there. she does, she, I, we've been together since August, 2021. She's uh -huh. never made even a mediocre or okay what? dish. She is okay, astounding. Rob, thank God Rob doesn't listen to this again. Well, you know, she, <laughs> one day I woke up and she was making homemade arepas, Colombian, wow. you know, with eggs and, and she makes Gordon Ramsay. I mean, it's what? she's ridiculous. No. Wow! So um, I uh, she had a work trip uh -huh. in New York, and I and I said, let me just come up and hang out with you. And I convinced her. Okay, you're also an elegant lady. She's a very elegant lady. Mm -hmm. um, she slept for one hour. We we got back to the hotel at three in the morning, mm -hmm. three thirty. She slept for one hour, slept in her makeup with her. Uh, got up at 4.30, threw on a dress so that we could get to the Empire State Building to see the sunrise on the Empire State Building roof overlooking New York City. She loves New York City. I just convinced her that we were gonna do it all in one day. Uh, sunrise on the Empire State Building and then also Broadway that night. Little did she know that I um, was ready to propose. And all these people were looking at me and one of these, uh, a teenager said, Mom, I think he's gonna propose. Oh no! <laughs> And my photographer didn't show up. Of course. And Got the, another thing yeah, in the universe exactly. against you. But this brilliant, kind German man had a DSLR, fancy camera. He shot the photos and we, and I proposed. And I'm, I'm just the luckiest man in the world. She's, she is a fundraising rock star. Oh, that, yeah. Grace and Kelly's finally on set. Grace she, Kelly. She was taking a break, I, I guess. I love she, your work. Exactly. She knows a dog person. <laughs> she knows a dog person. She's like, you started without me last week. She was all over a Phoebe's lap. It was pretty funny. Also, now I've got to deal with our dog, Banksy, who's going to know that I was with the dog. And, oh, yeah. yeah. The whole cheating thing is so big. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's very possessive. Danette's um, Apache and. Apache? Yeah. Larry. Um, every night are mad at her. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so I say they should come. And then, of course, she's begging. Anyway, back to the story. So you guys got married quickly. We got married January 14th. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm a newlywed. Wow. And I'm very lucky and I'm blessed. And she is, you know, talking about being authentic. Um, I realized that I needed to get authentic with my life. Uh, you and I work in the same circles. Yes. And uh, I always try not to be the job. I try to do the job. So oh. my friends mess with me all the time. Like, uh, you know, our company owns ESPN Radio and... Um, there we Sports go. map and innovation mm -hmm. map and all that. And mm -hmm. I say that because 
lot of the, you know, I get along with sports guys and yeah. they're always messing with me. Okay, Mr. Tuxedo. Okay, Mr. Fashion. You're wearing blue suede shoes. You know, you're in it. And, they, and they'll call me like metrosexual. So even my CEO will make fun of my, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm a guy's guy. I mean, I played, you know, football. Uh, I, I shut it down for the NFL draft and uh, with my brother. And I'm a, I, I'm a big sports guy. And I, and I, I believe in like old school men. You know, my mm -hmm. dad was kind of Indian Don Draper. Uh, and um, I say that because I had to get authentic with my life. Um, I looked at how much work I was doing. I was, I was completely committed to the job. And I also got sober. I just quit drinking. So it's two years uh, in January. Congrats. And thank you so much. And so Big being intentional, journey. being intentional, showing up, being authentic, when you know that I only met my wife when I made those changes. Yes, because people keep thinking, I want to meet the right person. And I think for me, I wasn't ready to be the right person until I met him. And um, bless his heart, you know, we're still a work in progress. Oh. And, oh. and I, I don't know if it's easier to be young and grow old together, but I still think it's hard to be older and find someone that fits in your parameters because, because you become more ways. certain about what's meaningful to you. So it is a lot of compromise, but um, I've often said I could make so much money if I could interview every man that bought a diamond from Rob and find out why he married who he married because so many women are trying to find out how do you find the right one and guys too for that matter well to your point that's a very excellent point Danae because since we've gotten married uh, as we when we announced our engagement and since we've gotten married first of all what was amazing about Houston I don't I'm not trying to name drop but this is how this is what the world is really about. You and I navigate the world of society mm -hmm. yeah. and fashion, yes. hoity-toity stuff, and and people celebrate that. But when we got engaged, I had people coming out. Of, I'm talking Astros players, Aww. rap stars. Wow. Uh, and I'm not saying that to drop names. I'm not naming their names. What I'm saying is, they they fall. You know, they they congratulated me because they know that that's what's important about life. Secondly, um, being intentional and, you know, and the man who proposes to the woman, uh -huh. Lauren is getting hit. My, my wife, my amazing wife's name is Lauren. And she, people are hitting her up on Instagram going, do you know anybody I could meet? Do you know what's your secret? We are, she's a saint. She is 32 and I am not. <laughs> I make Gen X references all the time. I talk about Duran Duran and the uh, Fame City and uh, Van Halen and, you know. But I mean, that's like, we're so vintage now, it's cool again. Well, right, <laughs> right? Like when she wears Skechers, when, I'm sorry, when yeah. she wears Vans, ironically, I'm like, no, I skateboarded no, in those. like, that like, was something right. literally my stuff in my was, My stuff wasn't retro when it was happening. It was like cutting edge. So she is... Uh, almost two decades younger than me. Mm -hmm. So talking about growing old together, she's going to have to grow old while I am old. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we, it is so much about mindset and respect. And she 
makes me a better man every day. She has taught me how, I, I do have, I, temper, I try to temper this, but I have a bit of a kind of a swag ego. Uh -huh. And she makes sure to knock that down with her, very, you know, like, cause she's not, she's not impressed by what I do. I, I you and I have talked about this yes. specifically. I was dating women who were kind of profiling me. And right, and they're like, I wanna go out with him. That's right. I wanna be in that world. That's How it. do I get in that world? That's it. He's my ticket. That's it. Yeah. She couldn't care less what I do. Wow. If it's got animals or great food or great art she's in, if it's mm. a, another gala. She's like, And eh. by the way, she's the one everyone wants to see. Yeah, right. Now they it, want to take her she picture. Is, exactly. She is a beautiful, stunning blonde woman with perfect skin and just, she radiates charisma. Oh, and, I love the way you talk about her. Oh, I just, you know, I, I, I realized that when I was talking about her, I was like, I need to marry her because I'm, I'm gushing like I do about a ribeye. So, except she's... <laughs> And that was, up until then, a ribeye in scotch was like the greatest thing going on for me. So, you know, this is, uh, or maybe a, a vintage Porsche, but um, uh, she's, so now it's become, uh, since I don't have children that I know of, uh, now yes. it's become, now it's become, hello, Steve, Lauren, you know, because she's always dressed so elegantly. She's and she charming. has a smile on her face and a glow about her. They, okay, so yeah. how is your mom, was she the typical Asian mother that was like, mm, you need to stay within the realm of the family and, uh, and, and stick with someone closer to who we are, um, as a race or was it because we, I have a friend who's Indian, whose mm -hmm. family even gave him an arranged marriage and he yeah. got out of it yeah. and made choices to date someone. Right. And I remember when I got married the first time I'm divorced for me, it wasn't race, but it was, you're marrying a non-Catholic mm -hmm. and it was a big deal to my family. Mm -hmm. And it was what I realized it wasn't important that he was Catholic, but it was important that he could accept what was important to me there you go. and not try to change it. There you go. Um, that's but a, your your mom seems like she's not a typical anything. No, because um, she was working and doing things so different than what my parents. So many women were doing at that age. That, well, that's a lovely question, and thank you. I I don't really enjoy talking about myself, but I love talking about Lauren. I love talking about the tiny tyrant, and I love talking about. Uh, my dog, Banksy. Okay. Well, Who, by about. the way, you being a fashionista, uh, he and I were in a fashion show last year. I wore him on a baby Bjorn. Oh. His his, oh. his outfit matched my herringbone bag. Love it. And again, I'm a sports guy. So, yes. uh, mom and dad were both pioneers in their own right. Their Love families it. were Christian in a non-Christian country. Absolutely. They both came from the same socioeconomic demographic. So they mixed in the same circles. The hilarious thing is that my dad was a very well-known, he was, I, I, he would have definitely been like the top five bachelors in town kind of guy. Okay. And my grandfather, Bill, William Paul, my, my mm -hmm. mom's dad, by the way, Lauren and my mom, Sona, both went from never spelling their last name, Lauren Smith and Sona Paul, to always spelling their last name, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so William Paul hung out at the Hyderabad Officers Club in India with his Austin Shoreline car and his meticulous, amazing double-breasted suits. And he always saw Joe Devadonham, the hotshot son of the well-respected government man, Joseph mm -hmm. Sr., who was wheeling and dealing slick back hair suits, but always with a different lady. 
Oh. When he found out that my mom, my dad started talking to his younger daughter via a wrong number, uh, he called her. He called the number. He liked her voice so much. He just kept talking to her. She liked his voice so much. They started talking. There's this voice thing. It's heritage. Well, that's it. And so, and Lauren. Oh, by the way, Lauren has a beautiful sing-songy <laughs> voice. Thank God, the her voice, family can carry her, on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm a sucker for great voices, just like my dad. They start seeing each other. Bill was like, "I will uh, kill yeah. Joe." Yes. Not my younger daughter. I know all about you. Joe had to deflate deflate the whole thing. Wow. Bill, was, Bill had this, this um, silver-plated double-barrel shotgun. He was ready to use it on Joe. He didn't care who Sonny was. And Dad had to say, sir, I know what my rep is, but I want to marry your daughter, and I wow. want to treat her right. And she wow. is. And Bill was like, oh. They were two tall, strong, alpha, well-dressed uh, Indian men at a time where being an old school man was really revered, but also in a time where being a Christian in, in India was not... Well, it's still tough now. Mm -hmm. So my, my parents had that mutual respect. They both thought out of the box. Um, they both uh, didn't care about, you know, we could talk about this all day. My mom is, my mom looks, my mom has olive skin. People often think that she's either Persian or Italian. My dad is dark like me. So people were like, you know, oh, why, is she, mixed race? why is she admitting someone so dark? You know, like <laughs> that kind of thing. And, you know, uh, and then dad's friends were like, she's so young, you're so with it. She's so naive and sheltered, what are you doing? And they'd mm -hmm. make fun of her. And dad was like, hey, that's my wife. And he knew because he was a great speculator and he I was a visionary. That. He knew exactly what she was going to be, Great more part. so than her parents. Speculator and visionary. And I and he, she, he knew that this sweet country girl, um, and when I say country, I mean they just grew up on a lot of land and very, you know, mm -hmm. they very kind of like Scarlett O'Hara. Yes, they they yeah, it, you know, um, they he knew that she would be cosmopolitan mm -hmm. and a power player. And she went from a part-time bank teller because he basically dared her to apply for a job at a bank. And she hates being dared, she always wants to win, to being the first senior vice president uh, at J.P. Morgan Chase, Indian woman. She's been given awards. She's been given awards for promoting minorities, for promoting women. There were, when she was working, uh, she retired recently, there was a legion of women at Chase who dressed like her and drove the same black BMW she did. She is beyond a mentor. Because she was such a a path um, blazer. Trailblazer. Trailblazer so, that they said, if, if that that's what I'll do. Yeah. If that's what she's doing, it must be good. That's it. And I want to emulate her in every way mm -hmm. because she is refined. She's spiritual, godly, uh, all about family, all about etiquette. She says things like, if you're raising your voice, you've already lost. Wow. But she'll also say things like, why did I walk? Why am I walking if I valeted? Like, she's hilarious. So she has, like, she has quotable <laughs> lines. And that's why everyone, like, wants to meet her. Because all my young friends are like, your mom is goals. Like, I want her to mentor me. And my dad Aww. was a strong, athletic, alpha. So I guess you could almost say that my parents were more American. Were, were, they were American in India. So when they went to Canada yes, and when they went they had to Texas, an American value system. Yes, hard of work. Away, yes, of doing things different than had been done before, but in a very classic, um, respectful, a traditions. Yes, 
as far as the family unit. And all of these things really um, fall under blue zones of what let people live to become centenarians. It's these connections. It's connecting with family. It's connecting with community. It's finding something that makes you have purpose. It's finding something. There's another term that I think your mom has, which is called ikigai. Have you heard it before? It's a Japanese term. That sounds Japanese. And it's yeah. when you find what you love to do, what you're good at, how you can make a world the better place and be paid for it. You can do it nonstop. That's what you're doing. That's what, I feel like that's what I'm That's you definitely can what you're doing. Yeah. All the time because it sets your soul on fire and it becomes where it's not work. It's it's I remember when I started a podcast, somebody, I called someone I respected in business and I said, what do you think? And he said, I don't understand the point. And I said, it's connecting with people. Even if I just connect with a new person a week and we learn about each other, I believe it'll make the world a better place. I believe it'll move both of us in a place that we can do something grander. And I think more people need that now and they more they need your voice and they need positive um, sharing connection. We live in a world that is more connected and yet more divided than it's ever been. 100%. And now we need things that bring us together and it just takes bravery to say, let's talk where you know we've become in a country and this isn't being political. We've just stopped sharing ideas. We've stopped. Uh, I worked in politics and I worked for the guy that won, mm -hmm. who was a Democrat. Mm -hmm. But back in the day when I was working, we would go to lunch with the Republican and the Independent who were also on the ticket. So we would blast them during the day as the media team, but we'd all hang out because we could all talk. That was a long time ago. That was, was. years ago. And the president was served two terms. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a sad, sad um, examination of our country now that people want to fist fight over things they don't agree with. So what you're doing, bringing people together, talking about things that we can all agree on, talking about, and, and I always say this, working in my industry, everyone has a story. You just have to ask. Yes, and it's the storytelling. Like you are a master storyteller and you're a gatekeeper to stories. So talk a little bit about what your opportunity is at Culture Map that maybe they don't have at CNN or Fox News or whatever it is. Well, I did work at CNN. I did work at NFL Network, New York Daily News, Modern Luxury, Houston Press back in the day when it was the, big, when it was the when edgy it was, thing to yes. do. Um, got, cut my teeth as an intern at Channel 2 under like Dominique Saw and Linda Laurel and those folks. And wow. I'm very blessed to work uh, every week with Channel 13 with these power players. And so um, I have learned that uh, no matter what the voice of the publication or the outlet is, always tell a good story, ask good questions. Um, I make it a point when um, I tell people all the time when I do story, I'm like, I'm not gonna interview you. And they said, well, what is this? And I said, no, we're gonna talk. Yes. We're just going to chat. Yes. And it is amazing. I can't tell you, and I'm not saying this to be boastful. It's just, this is really about what people need. I can't tell you how many times I've interviewed somebody, especially a celebrity or uh -huh. someone prominent. Uh -huh. And we start talking and they start talking and either they or their assistant will call back and go, can we cut this, 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 because they start thinking about it and they're like, but they- I didn't mean to share that much. That's it. I, because you feel like Liberated. you have a safe place 
to share. And I think that's what so many people want. That's it. And so we, we, we try to tell good stories. You know, a culture map, it's it's arts, it's society, it's fashion, yes. it's definitely restaurants. Eric Sandler, best food writer in the city, I don't mind saying that. And he, people read him because he's breaking news and he's, mm -hmm. and we just try to be guidey. Mm -hmm. We try to be the place that everyone can go to escape from everything else. Where am I going to eat tonight? Where am I going to go? Uh, what art show should I go to? What should I wear? What, who do I catch during the rodeo? Uh, and then we try to mix in some uh, good celebrity interviews or prominent interviews. Um, do you uh, have an interview that you were actually nervous about doing because you felt like they were so... I never get starstruck okay. because... You've got to be a professional. Yes. So having worked for a president, having worked for at the bigs at NFL Network with literally Hall of Famers, yes. writing for the flagship show, where not only was my show, our show live everywhere in the country, but also at every stadium. So 60,000, 70,000, wow. yeah. 80,000 are watching. You cannot get starstruck or intimidated. But what I find that where I get mm -hmm. sidelined is if I care about the story or really believe in the person, I have this passionate story to do my best for them. So case in point, I've had the privilege of covering Lance McCullers Jr. at the Astros, the Astros pitcher, mm -hmm. um, since you know his early days. Well, he and I sat down for an hour at his home and he gave me just pure gold. I came back for that interview, first of all, an hour of notes. And You're like, how do I cut this out? Well, it's not even that. It's he is he is a great baseball player and a champion. He's actually a better person. This is a guy oh, yeah. who runs his foundation for animals and won't let his executive director, when he comes in from Tampa of the foundation, get a hotel. He makes him sleep on his sofa because he doesn't want any money going to anything other than, other than wow. that. He, I don't know if he still does it because I've talked about it too much. <laughs> He'd go to the grocery store and get two cases of water and not go home till he gave them away to someone in need. Now, this is a man who cares so much about his city that he's almost this gorilla giver. G-U-R-G-U-E-R, mm -hmm. -E you know, gorilla, yeah. like underground. So that was like, man, I've got to make sure I don't screw this up because mm -hmm. I, I got the privilege of sitting down and having him open up and realize this guy is a better human. This, this guy may be a great baseball player and everyone but knows him. But that's not the story. He's LMJ and he's great on Twitter and yeah. he's got blasts and he says, bury me in the H. But what about when he talks about his family and yes. his origin family and his little girl and that, I mean, that's the kind of stuff where you're like, man, I just got to get it done. But there is, when you meet amazing people, mm -hmm. you do want to tell their story well and you want to do them justice because you get that limited time with them and you don't want to screw it up. So you don't get intimidated by them, but you do take on this sense of like, I've really got to tell a good story. I owe it to them. They gave me an hour, they did this, they did that. I want, they, and by the way, everyone reads what, you know, they were like, oh, people are like, oh, I don't read that. I'm like, no, they read it. And so you want to make sure that they feel like that that was time well spent and that if they shared something with you and gave you a piece of themselves, that you did a good job of, you know, turning that around in a way that is accurate and authentic. Absolutely. Okay. So sadly today we don't have a lot more time. That's good. Which because... means we get to come back and maybe we can have the tiny tyrant or Lauren, or we could even do all three of us. Four, no, that would be four. Obviously, I'm not as good at math as my daughter. Bella. Neither am I. I'm the, 
I'm the uh, Indian guy who's bad at math, so uh, okay, yeah. so there's always one. I think we have time for one or two more stories. Like, if there's a story, like, what is your favorite? Is there a story that you love to tell over and over? Yeah. Is, and it, is there a story you want to share with people right now that's on your heart? Oh, is it about Culture Map, about me, about you and you I? You tell me. Well, I, I don't know. We just, we hardly even covered everything. We talked about family. Yeah. We talked about your job. You've met amazing people in interviews. Very blessed. You give so, back to, so much back to the community. Community. You're wow. constantly like covering what people are doing to raise funds. But is there something on your heart that you're raising money for now? Is there something you're passionate about coming up, looking forward to in the well, spring I, or the summer? Thank you. Um, I'm talking about being responsible. Uh, Bun B, the rap icon, hip hop yes, icon here in yes. town, he's doing another um, show at the rodeo. And I want to make sure that when we do a story on him, that I'm giving people the perspective on who this man is, what an amazing, yeah, this is a man who got, was the first black male headliner mm -hmm. from Houston to ever uh, headline a show at the rodeo. He could have made it all about himself and made it Bun B's greatest hits, taken his money and posted on Instagram and sat back in some hotel uh, that they put him up in and lived that rock star life that everybody, right. that, that, that celebrity life. However, when he was given the opportunity to headline the rodeo last year, he called it an H-Town takeover. And he called all of his friends and he sat and thought authentically about all the people who never got their due or actually deserved that stage just as much as he did and made it all about Houston. Oh my God, that makes me cry. Right? So generous. I know I will be there. That is that, the one rodeo performance I'm going to this year. So now he's doing a Southern takeover to give a postcard to the world of what the South can be. So oh, I want to make sure yeah. that my, who I am a bit honored to call a friend. And by the way, talking about authentic, he is so authentic. He is one of my marriage role models. His oh, wife's wow. name is Queenie. He, he serves and submits and loves and adores Queenie and respects her in a, in a way that I'm like, you know, I have no excuse. If Bun B, who has every excuse uh -huh. to be that guy and chooses and elects every day. So after the H-Town takeover, he gave everyone the spotlight. He got in his pickup truck with his wife and he drove home. I mean, oh. This is consummately Houston. See, that is this my. This is Houston. That I have this to. Is this year, I have yes. to tell the story about that. It's my job and my responsibility. Yes. My mom always tells me, "You're not successful until you're helping other people. Oh. You can make, you can be rich, you can be wealthy, but you're right. not successful until you're helping." Oh. So Bun B doesn't need my help. He's Bun B, but if I'm going to get time with him, my responsibility is to tell his story in a way that other people aren't, and say, "This is a man." who always puts others first, puts his t city first, puts fellow musicians first, puts his family first, puts his wife first. And as celebrated as he is, he's always about giving back. So is Lance McCullers. Mm -hmm. So I, I just met the Kinders. Uh, oh, yeah. Because uh, I'm on the Memorial Park Advisory Board, and so we mm -hmm. celebrated the Land Bridge opening. And the Kinders didn't want to talk about themselves. They wanted to talk about the park. I mean, this, is, this is the link and I always say Houston's greatest natural resources are people. Mm -hmm. I mean, Austin may have the hills and the uh, rivers and all that, and that's great, mm -hmm. but there's also some 
that's a cesspool of human waste over there now. <laughs> but Houston's natural resources, people like yourself, like she, like like the Bumbies, Lance McCullers, like the Kinders. I mean, it is a city full of them. Like you don't have enough time. Right. We just did 14 Valentine's Day power couples and it ranged from Alex and Reagan Bregman. Uh-huh. Uh, and we, we interviewed them and we said, okay. you know, we we asked fun questions like, what do you, what drives you crazy about them? Oh, what was your good, first, yes. What was your first impression? I was like, oh, you're married to him. She's like, no, really. Yeah. He annoys me too. Well, we talked to, you know, when you, Kent Schaefer, power attorney, name a celebrity, he's represented him. Uh-huh. Uh, we know who Alex and Reagan Bregman is. Right. Bun B and Queenie were in it. Uh-huh. Aaron Blue Dorn and Victoria. Uh, uh, yeah. So why am I mentioning, I'm not trying to drop names. They, so, all of a sudden, they weren't celebrity couples. They were Just couples people. going, yeah. I hate I it when she doesn't use Apple Maps to get us around. <laughs> I hate it when she put, when he puts, you know, my feet, you know, I, or Derek Shore at, at Houston Life and his yeah. partner and his husband, Brandon. Brandon's like, oh my God, he flosses so much. His teeth are amazing. <laughs> so annoying. It's a, that's amazing. And I'm like, people were, and so people were texting me going, you and Lauren should be on this. I'm like, no. No, I, do, I don't want to know what she's irritated Because by. Lauren's whole story be like what drives her crazy about me because I'm very drive crazy driving crazy. yeah I, I drive people crazy so all that to That's say song too. yeah exactly me crazy. crazy see Gen Xing exactly we but, are <laughs> yeah but rodeo the power couples um we'll I'll be seeing you obviously in all the fashion the society and fashion stuff and you know rodeo's yes. coming um but I'm just do you want to make an announcement about something you're doing in May May 12th May 12th dancing Oh my goodness. Are you announcing? Why don't you announce? Because I'm still a little bashful. Not sure. Okay. No, 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 I'm doing it, but okay. I'm a little embarrassed, so. Okay. Well, I think we just have to reconnect to let people know what that would be. Okay. All right, we'll just leave That's them a hanging. Te- in our industry, That's a teaser! In our industry, we call that a teaser. When we come back, <laughs> Donna has breaking we news. We have yeah. breaking news yeah. right here. Oh my God. Oh. Freaking love you. That's I would have freaking. said another word, but it's Lent and I gave up cussing. Oh, well, oh that but is... look, here's Rob. He's already jealous. He can tell him that I love you. He's listening to us. All right. Hugs and love, babe. Hugs and love. I adore you. Thank you. Okay. It's a blessing. Thank you. Guys, we got to do this again next week. Maybe not this, but in the next few weeks. Yes. 